Welcome to Beside the Still Waters by Pastor Sami Jechi. My dear friend, the Word of God. The entrance of your word brings light. And Lord God, I ask that today, let light, yes, be given to your people. Give us illumination. Touch the ears of your children. Give us a deeper understanding beyond even that which, oh God, I will speak. And give me utterance. Anoint me for the delivery of your word. I stand before you, Lord God, as your servant and as your under shepherd. And I speak that which you even direct me. And I pray, dear Lord, that establish your word in this place. In Jesus' name. And somebody who agree with me, say amen. 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 Please quickly turn with me to these scriptures. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4. Finally, verse 8, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, think on or meditate on these things. Amen. Good. All right. Now, in this year, we are going to engage ourselves in things that are true. Number one, things that are noble, things that are pure, things that are lovely, Things that are of good report. If there is any virtue that we need to bother ourselves about. If there is anything praiseworthy that we need to bother ourselves with. These are the things we need to look at. Hallelujah. You see, there is a danger in trying to carry the baggage of last year into this year and if you don't take care as human as you are what happens is you see because it's day in day out morning afternoon night sleep wake up we don't really see the difference in terms of years until after about March, but may we not be late. I was telling, you know, those who came for morning glory that the take of this year is quite slow. Because when you look around, you find that even, you know, various church organizations, corporate, the take of this year is quite slow. And listen to me, let us shake ourselves from that. Once we have entered a new year, let begin to think about new things. Oh, haha. Is somebody here with me? Let's begin to think about new things. 
Hallelujah. For instance, if you run and overrun last year, you need to think and rethink your ways again and see how you can slowly jog, but be very, very on time and on your target and be able to do whatever you do well and excellently without much energy. That is the highest level of skill. Amen. When a highly skillful person is doing something, you watch him and you think you can do it also. Why? Because he has come through the meal and he's doing it and he does it with skill and such swiftness. You look at it, it looks so easy. Amen. But you know, when you are put in that, you realize that it takes a process. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. All right, let's go. Let's go. There is a season, a time for every purpose under the heaven. Hallelujah. To everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. Amen. Today, I'm starting off a subject on purpose. Amen. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. Now, life is divided into phases. And every phase of life has a season. Amen. You see, if it is time to go to school, that is the season. Amen. If it is time you are in primary school, you are in JSS, you are in secondary school, you find yourself in college. You see, the main reason, the main season that you find yourself in is education. And so what you need to do is to watch it with your two eyes. Listen to education with your two ears. Smell education with your nose. Amen. Drink education through your throat. Chew education with your teeth. Masticate it and let education enter you. Oh, come on. Is somebody here with me? Praise God. And you see, that season passes and you are ushered into another season where you face life itself. Now, during that time, you find yourself going through various phases in life. Where at a point you finish school and after some time, short time or long time, whatever, it looks like now you need to settle to get married. When you get married, you need to also get yourself, after some time, get yourself into certain projects and other things. And you realize that, you know, throughout, there is an agenda that you need to follow. Am I right? Praise God. Now, so you realize that in phases, various phases of life, there are seasons. And within these seasons, you see, there is a purpose. Hallelujah. Now, each and every one 
will have to understand this. There is a reason, ultimate reason why you are born. Amen. Everybody who is born and is living on this earth, there is an ultimate reason why you were born. Number two, as children of God who find yourself in the kingdom of God, I also will tell you this, there is a reason why at this point in time you find yourself in the kingdom of God and you are functioning as a child of God. Hallelujah. Now, the reason is simply the purpose. Amen. Now, basically, all of us find ourselves as children of the living God, find ourselves in the house of God, you see, to Put all our resources together. Who you are, what you are doing, whatever you find yourself doing to ultimately promote the kingdom business. Is somebody here with me? To ultimately, you see, lift the name of Christ. Glorify his name. Cause the name of Christ to be praised in everything that you do. Amen. So that if you find yourself in a particular field, you are an ambassador of Christ. If you find yourself in the military, you find, you see, you are an ambassador of Christ. If you find yourself in education, you are an ambassador of Christ. Wherever you find yourself, if even you are a sales girl, you are an ambassador of Christ. In that office, you are an ambassador of Christ. You know, at the law courts, lawyer, you are an ambassador of Christ. The architect, you are an ambassador. Same stress, you are an ambassador. Taylor, you are an ambassador. Praise God. Such that sometimes when, when, Children of God come and request for certain styles that you have to sew for them. Because you are an ambassador, you tell them, as for this, it doesn't fit who you are. Oh yeah. Praise God. You are an ambassador. And so you see that wherever you find yourself, you see that you must, you see each and every one of us must make sure we exalt the name of Christ. We must make sure that Christ is glorified in everything we do. From the home to the work side and to church. You don't become an, an ambassador only when you come to church. Actually being an ambassador is where you mingle with other people of even other faith. Alright? These days, you don't know, egg canker is growing very fast. And don't assume that everybody that you see is a Christian. And so when we walk out there and we are going about our normal rounds and normal business and normal everything, in all your ways, let Christ be seen. Praise God. Reason. 
Why you and I find yourself in the house of God is for his name to be lifted high. Everywhere that you find yourself, make sure that Christ is glorified. A time is coming when you will enter parliament. It is not wrong for you to enter parliament. It is not wrong for a Christian to be a politician. You've got to groom yourself into position. And when you enter parliament, you influence decisions. Oh, come on. Is somebody here with me? If you want to clap, clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At least, at least, let me tell you something. Wherever you find yourself, Christ must reign. Hallelujah. You are a banker, Christ must reign. Praise God. Wherever you find yourself, anywhere you find yourself, Christ must reign. You are a doctor, Christ must reign. Hallelujah. Wherever. And so listen, that is the ultimate purpose. Now, when you live your life anyhow, you will find life anyhow. Before I go in, let me sound this caution. You see, life is not about the car you buy. It's not only about the wife you marry. It's not only about the house you have. It's not only about the good salary and have a serene life and then um, with servants around you. Are you hearing me? Life is ultimately humanity-based. Whoever you are, whatever you find yourself doing, whatever you aspire yourself, you aspire to do in life, have people in mind. So that beyond the riches, beyond the castles, beyond the great investment, beyond... I love Bill Gates. Bill Gates is an excellent philanthropist. You know what? When Haiti had the serious problem because of the earthquake, Bill Gates stood up and invested billions of dollars into it. He took money and invested billions of dollars into AIDS. All right, the AIDS program in Africa, and he goes on doing all that. He was asked one day, you see, so what are you going to live for your children? Is that my children don't need anything? You know why? Because I have given them the best of education to be able to do whatever they have to do. All I would do is to leave something for them. But the rest of that which I have, I will use it for humanity. Hallelujah. You see, let's stop looking at the small picture. Yes. You see, when you occupy yourself with a small picture, you become limited. Amen. Look at a bigger picture. Listen, it doesn't matter your age today. You could be as young as 10, 11. You can decide that this is where I am going. And you begin to pursue it and you will get there. We parents, you need to do this. Let's do this with our children. 
Let's begin to help them. Let's begin to help them focus on something. At least they should begin with something in mind. They should have it that this is where what I want to do. That is what I want to do. And begin to spell out the cost, the price that they will have to pay to get there. Oh, come on. Is somebody here with me? Am I talking to somebody? Hallelujah. It's very, very important. Now, we are going to look at Jesus. We are going to look at his attitude towards his purpose. Now, after that, we will look at other things. Now, let's go to John chapter 4 verse 1. We will read through to verse 8. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again to Galilee. But he needed to go through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria, which is called Sika or Sika, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus therefore being wearied in his journey. Being wearied, know that, in his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Amen. Praise God. King James, yes. It said what? Let's all read it together. Go. We're going away to the city to buy what? Meat. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, Jesus Christ was in ministry with his people. Jesus discovered his purpose. Alright? And he was in ministry. He was functioning. He was working. But at a point, they decided to move from Judea to Galilee. But then, he had to pass through Samaria. There is a, is another pack altogether. I'm going to treat that later. He had to pass through Samaria. It is like, for instance, going to living Accra with your intention to go to Cape Coast. Now, no matter where you pass, you will come to a particular place where you have to cross, and that is Mankasim. You can take the Swedro Road and you land in Mankasim. You can take um, the main route and land in Mankasim. You will you will surely pass through Mankasim. So let's say Mankasim is Samaria. All right. So on their way, when they were about to get to Samaria, 
Then they get to a place called Sika. Now Jesus was weary, was very tired. And so he took some rest by a well. And incidentally, that well happened to be a well that was bought by Jacob and given to Amen. Let me tell you something about the people of Samaria. They are mixed breed. They, they are not complete Jews. And at the same time, they are not um, complete Gentiles. They are in between. They are half-cas or mulattoes. So at a point, they would describe themselves as um, Jews. And at a point, they describe themselves as non-Jews. They were in between. And so you see... For you to go through their place needed a certain kind of strength. Are you hearing me? You needed to be skillful in your communication with them. That is, that is aside. Now, Jesus sits there and waits for his disciples. Alright? Now, whilst Jesus is waiting for them to bring the food... For him to eat, something happens. This woman comes and is coming to draw water by the well. Amen. I'm here to read from the scriptures that one day somebody sat by the well and a man came to draw water. Amen. Moses sat by, I mean, the well and ladies came and drew water. And through that, he got his wife. I'll stretch you again. (laughs) Um, um, When Abraham sent his, his servant to go and look for a wife for Isaac, where did he get the wife from? By the well. I'll stretch you again. When Jacob was going to the uncle's place, all right, and wanted to take rest, where did he go? By the well. And Rebecca was found where? By the well. Are you hearing me? So if you need a wife, go by the well. (laughs) Amen. Praise God. Alright, so Jesus goes by the well wanting to take some rest. Then this woman comes. Now let me tell you something. Let me digress a bit. In life... You see, whilst you are busy pursuing what you have located yourself as your purpose, all right, you get tired at the point and you come to, you know, the crossroads and some people are dispatched to meet you at that point, to propel you forward. Amen. This woman comes and she's just coming to draw water. She never had the mind to even talk to anybody because every time she goes alone. But here was Jesus. They had a dialogue and Jesus tells her that, you see, you don't even have a husband. Even the one you are living with is not your husband. And then the woman begins to shake. And Jesus prints A principle. He says this. God is looking for people who will worship him. 
and worship him in truth and what? Praise God. He establishes a principle with this woman. This woman begins to experience and draws for Jesus and drinks from him. And you know what it did? Thank God for if you're a woman here, clap for yourself. Amen. You see, so this woman comes in, finds the Christ because Samaria was expecting the, the manifestation of the Christ. And they were not sure where the Christ was going to come from. Because they hadn't been told of the prophecies already. But you know something? Jesus had already emerged in Bethlehem. And he had started his ministry right from Galilee. Are you hearing me? And he had moved all around, but the people of Samaria had not yet known. And so when this woman comes, this woman is now going to be the evangelist for Jesus. He didn't need to go to Samaria. He needed that woman to propound the word that I have found the Christ. I have found the Messiah. The whole of Samaria. Come see the man. This is the Christ. Now, here is the principle. Here is the principle. When you are busy with your purpose, the purpose that ultimately has something to do with the will of God and with with the kingdom of God, when even you get tired and your legs become feeble, when you get tired and your hands become weak, God will release ah, a Sumerian woman to meet you by the well. And he will propel you to the next level. Somebody say, I am moving to the next level. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and you see, actually some of you, I have seen those signs in you. You came here at the right time. I came into contact with you at the right time. Oh, come on. Are you here with me? Sometimes I'm not well and these people get disturbed. They say, Pastor, what is happening? They will call day in and day out. Pastor, they want to know what is going on with Pastor. They, they are so concerned. I feel you. I sense you. God bless you. You are my woman at the Samaria well. Amen. Now, let's go on. So now... After all this dialogue, the disciples come back. Verse 20, 27. And at this point, his disciples, verse 27, have you seen it? Okay, can I read? I need to move faster. And at this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, What do you seek? Or why are you talking with her? Why are you? The woman then left her, her pot, went her way into the city, and said to the man, Did you see that? The woman left her pot. The reason why she went to the well, she left it. And now, you see, went back and told the man, Oh, 29, come, 
Let's all read it together. Shall we go? See a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. In the meantime, in the midst of all this action, all right, the disciples also were not forgetting their task. Their task was to look for food for the Messiah to take and drink some water. Have you seen a whole lot of activities are going on at the same time on the same trip? Alright? Now he's moving from Judea to Galilee and is passing through Samaria and on his way a whole lot is going on. In the meantime his disciples urged him, verse 31, saying, Rabbi, eat. I have meat that you know not of. He said, what? Well, therefore the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him anything to eat? Verse 34. Okay, let's all read it together. It said what? Jesus said to them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And to finish. We hope you have been inspired and transformed by Pastor Sami Jechi. Stay blessed. 